Happy New Year, everybody. I'm Connor, that's Doug, and this is the Bethel School District Presents Podcast. And Doug, today we are talking time, travel that is, because over the break, someone was nice enough to gift me a subscription to a genealogy website. I won't mention which one because I don't want to give them the free advertising, but I went and looked up the Christofferson lineage and I found something truly shocking, truly out of this world, truly breathtaking, truly impossible. And truly, I can't believe you're talking about time and wasting so much of our listener's time right now. But Connor, like Christina Aguilera, my genealogy is in a bottle. I'm glad yours is open. What did you find out? I discovered that not one, but two of my great, 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 Doug, how many greats was that? That's seven. Okay, great, great, great grandfathers lived in little old Plymouth, Massachusetts at the time of the pilgrims. You know what they did for a living? Well, given the time period, I've got to go with farmers. Well, that's a great guess, Doug, but no. My distant, distant grandpa, James Cole, in the 1620s, started the first tavern, Cole's Tavern, in Plymouth, Massachusetts. Possibly the first tavern in all of the colonies. That's actually pretty cool. I wasn't even thinking that far back. I thought with your dulcet tones, we'd just trace you right back to Casey Kasem's lineage. But that's an even better story, which brings up a pretty interesting question for today. If you could travel back in time or forward in time and meet either your ancestors or your descendants, which would you do? I'm guessing you might just head on back to Massachusetts, it sounds like. Yeah, that's a great idea, Doug. I think I might get a cold one with old James Cole. Cold one? I don't think they had refrigeration back then. Yuck. Warm drinks? No thanks. Well, what about you, Doug? You going to the future? You going to the past? I'm future-bound, Connor. I have to go a few generations down the line and see just what the years ahead look like and what those little punks are saying about me. Well, I'm sure they'd have nothing but nice things to say, but if not, they better be keeping Doug's name out their mouth. Exactly, and that's why we need to teach the children well and teach them early. Today, we are talking about transitional kindergarten. Joining us today is Jennifer Kimball. She's a transitional kindergarten teacher at Thompson Elementary. Jennifer, thanks for joining us. I don't think everyone knows what transitional kindergarten is. Let's start off with just the basics. What is this program? Transitional kindergarten, or what we refer to it as is TK. This is the third year that it has been available to students. It is a program that fills the gap between preschool and kindergarten. It is designed for children that um, have stayed home and maybe have not had formal preschool education, so it's to get them up to the standard of entering kindergarten. Can we go over just a few of the things that differentiate between preschool and transitional kindergarten? Sure. Preschool typically is half days, and they're four days a week. We do have the exception of Elk Plain, who has two full-day ECAPs. TK is five full days a week, so it builds that stamina for the kids so when they go into kindergarten, they can maintain that. Also, TK is much more academically focused, We spend a lot of time with social-emotional skills as well, but getting those academics up to par for kindergarten, that's really what the focus is. We have personal specialist that comes in and teaches enrichment activities with the kids. She's here every day. She teaches STEM activities, art, music, multicultural activities. And lastly, and I think a very important part, is that we try to include our families in all of our family events. 
I'm really glad you mentioned the academics of it all because I think a lot of people have the misconception with preschool and with TK that it's kind of glorified babysitting. That is not the case. Can you talk a little bit more about the academic aspects that we offer our students? Preschool and TK, we do an early childhood education assessment three times a year, focusing on social emotional literacy and math. With TK, these kids here, they're learning things that they would be learning in kindergarten. So we have a pacing guide that we follow as well as preschool does as well, but we amplify that. We're, with being all day, it allows us the time to do other techniques of teaching. All children learn differently, so let's say we're teaching the letter S. We're doing it through music, through sensory, through writing, through worksheets, all different kinds of learning styles so it can connect with each child. Some of us will start doing sight words. Some of our students are learning how to read already. I've got kids that can tell us when we're doing colors, they tell us what color we need when we're coloring. So there's a lot of research out there that shows that preschool and transitional kindergarten programs improve a kid's readiness for kindergarten and beyond. What are they getting that helps set that foundation? So for me as a teacher, I am giving the foundation for my students of concepts and ideas that they will be taught in kindergarten. They may not understand it now, but when they are approached with that information in kindergarten, the light bulb will go off and the stuff that they learned here will come back. And so instead of being at the bottom and maybe not understanding what's going on, they're already gonna have an advantage and that puts our kids at the top of the level instead of at the bottom. That's really interesting. And what about you personally? Can you tell us a little about your teaching journey, how you got here and what you love about teaching this age group? Oh, wow. Okay. Um, I started off teaching ECAP in Peninsula School District. I taught there for 17, 18 years. And then uh, we bought a house out here and I finished with my teaching certificate. And I've always wanted to do TK. I've done a lot of research about it. And it's kind of my niche. You know, we all have our calling. And so uh, this is my third year teaching it here in Bethel. And I absolutely love it. What I enjoy most about this is coming in and seeing my students and their smiles, and they're also excited to be here. And also those aha moments, like we've been working on something forever with a certain student, and it all of a sudden the light bulb goes off and it's like, we did it, you know, those baby steps, no matter how minor or how significant they are, it's amazing to watch that happen. That's awesome. We love when teachers can see that in their kids. And we're going to make a hard left turn here for a kind of goofier segment. And I'm going to ask you, if you could time travel, would you rather go back in time to meet your ancestors or go to the future to meet your descendants? And more importantly, why? Oh, wow. Okay. When you first asked this question, I think I would have said my ancestors, but I know a lot about them. So I think it would be interesting to see what the future holds for my family, where my grandchildren end up and their children and what differences they can make in this world. I think that would be amazing to see. I think so too. Thank you so much for joining us. We love talking to you. Thank you very much. Great interview, Connor Transitional Kindergarten. Such a cool program. We have so many programs for kids of all ages here in Bethel. Proud to work here, proud to talk about it, but a little more interested right now in getting back to our opening question, Connor. And I think we need to hear from some more folks here in Bethel. Hi, I'm Pam Paulson. You know, I would really like to go into talk to my 
ancestors from the past. And then what I'm going to do is convince them how great I am so they'll share those wonderful comments about me in the future. My name is Susie Lehman. I'm a payroll specialist. I think I'd rather go to the past and speak with my ancestors, um, the ones that came to this country, and how they made their way and what decisions they made. Hi, I'm Danny Stanford, um, Community Connections Coordinator, and I think I would go into the future a couple generations so I could um, meet my kids' great-grandchildren and great-great-grandchildren. I think it'd be really interesting to see how future generations, how they're similar um, and different from, from how my kids are right now. Very interesting answer, and kudos to you, Doug, for coming up with such a great question. Well, thank you very much, and I have another great one for next week, but everybody's just going to have to wait and see what that is. I'm Doug, that's Connor, and this was the Bethel School District Presents Podcast.